Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Alexa. Today I'm excited to talk to Jessica Maloney. She is a, an empowerment coach and also a licensed mental health counselor. We're going to talk all things empowering, empowering each other, um, mental health, and how she got into where she is today. Hey Jessica, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Me too. I just love like I always, I was just telling you this a little while ago, but I love talking to people and like hearing people's stories and it's cool. Like, I love getting professional takes as well. Yeah. I mean, I like, I feel like there's, there's so much to share and it's, it's interesting, you know, as I'm kind of like venturing out into this idea of sharing my story to be able to like help other people in a very different way than what I'm used to, as far as like sitting at my desk in my office and kind of like hearing everybody else's story and trying to help give them perspective you know and we're really taught in school not to give a lot of that unless it's really like like prominent and helpful for the clients that we're working with but I mean in this day and age I feel like all the rules are out the window (laughs) so (laughs) you know being able to share a little bit of what I've what I've been through personally, I think can relate to a lot of people and being able to identify where they are and where they can really go, which is why I've kind of embarked on this empowerment journey because like there was a point in my life where I didn't think that I was ever going to feel good about myself ever. You know, I I started saying that it took me like 34 years to learn to love myself. And my goal is to help other people not take that long But I also recognize that like, sometimes we do have to hit a really low point in our lives to be able to recognize that there's nowhere else to go, but up. So, you know, if anybody is, can relate to the idea of, you know, feeling that you're low or feeling that you're at rock bottom, like you have permission to grow from there, you know, that it's possible to kind of come back from where you're at and create something better in your life. So that's kind of my mission, I guess. I love that. I think that is so important because we, even if we finally get to that point, there's gonna, uh, unfortunately we go through things our entire lives. Like there'll be a point where maybe we get back down again, but having the tools can help us to grow faster and to understand what makes us us and what to love each other, to love ourselves. Yeah, this, the kind of journey that I've been on as far as like self-love goes and self-care, um, uh, but like a few years ago, probably like 10 years ago, <laughs> I kind of embarked on myself, probably even longer than that, to be honest with you. But, you know, when I was in my twenties, I really lost myself. You know, I did not know who I was. I did not know what I was worth. And I found myself making really poor choices for myself and putting myself in positions really that only hurt me, you know, and a lot of this, I think was this societal pressure to be 25 or whatever. And you're supposed to be here in your life. You're supposed to have this career. You're supposed to have this boyfriend. You're supposed to be getting married. You're supposed to be doing all these things. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, sorry. (laughs) You're good. I'm not there. And you know, I don't know if I don't know what we want to call it, but I, I did, I hit a really low point and, you know, and I found myself, well, I got myself into a very unhealthy relationship, you know, not really recognizing at the time, making excuses for this person's behaviors, trying to tell myself that it was okay. That like him t- making me feel guilty about going to see my friends was sweet because he wanted to be with me and only me. 
looking back, you know, you're recognizing <laughs> narcissistic behaviors. You're recognizing the get recognizing the gaslighting that was going on. And I hit a point after I was struggling so badly with my own anxiety that something just kind of broke within me. And I started seeing that the only way to go from here is up yeah. that I can't keep sacrificing myself for this other person who maybe just doesn't know how to love, you know, I can't keep putting myself on the back burner and not taking care of myself, you know, and, and he would come home and ask me what I've done all day. You know, he would, he would make me feel guilty about seeing my friends. He would, you know, twist my words to make me feel that I was selfish and just a bad person. So it was, I knew it was up to me if I wanted to be better and feel better. Mm -hmm. So I started making choices and they were super uncomfortable and really difficult to put me first, to do something or stand up for myself and know that as, as anxious as I felt in those moments, that me taking a stand for myself was setting a new precedent, you know, and when we grow as individuals, typically the other people that we're with who are not growing or who are maybe unhealthy for us, they don't like that we grow, right? right. So if they see you getting stronger and maybe they can't control you as much, they get very uncomfortable and right. they want to kind of keep you down, right? I feel like this is where like the, the, the statement comes in of like hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, again, I'm finding myself in this relationship and really testing every shred of strength that I had left. And through every test, every recognition that like, hey, I did that and it's okay, I'm still here. The confidence grew. Yeah. You know, and this idea of putting myself first and that like self-care not being selfish. The idea that I can have boundaries. What? <laughs> <laughs> boundaries is now something that like I love to talk about because I don't know if I really had them. And like, that's, I feel like that's terrible for me to say as, you know, somebody who's in a mental health field, because I've talked about this for so long, but when you're caught up in it, when you're feeling all the feelings and the emotions related to it, mm -hmm. it's very hard to see outside of that. It's right? much easier for me to be able to see for you or somebody else that this is going on in your relationship. It's like the saying, um, like people can't, don't take their own advice. So you might give the best advice but you just don't follow. And it's not because you don't want to, it's maybe you just can't and you're not at that place, but you know, being in the field, like you know how to help somebody else. You just can't help yourself. You're just not there. Sure. And like, listen, like I can say with all the confidence in the world that if I give you tips to build confidence and you do them, you will succeed. And I know these tips, right? But I'm, maybe I'm not executing them or I'm not giving myself enough opportunity to believe or kind of receive all of the positive feedback from it because right. we all have this like self-talk, right? And typically since our brains are very much hardwired for negativity, the self-talk that we have naturally in our brains is negative because as a human being, we're trained in a sense, we're built to survive from like early on, you know, like cavemen or like we're built to survive. So in order to survive, we have to watch out for the bad things, right? We have to watch out for the next sunny day, oh, damn it, you know, the rain, like we are more bothered. We feel more when it comes to negative yeah. things. 
you know? So, you know, being able to kind of retrain that brain and retrain that self-talk because it has to start somewhere, you know? So if you're always focused on the negative things, I challenge you to find one positive thing. Even, even if you can't find a positive, I say, find a neutral thing, find a fact about you that you can like, Hey, this is honest. It's not negative. Maybe it's not positive, but Hey, this is real. And this is true about me because confidence is based in truth. Like the root of the word means to kind of trust yourself. Right. So in order to build trust, we have to be honest. Right. Yeah. You know, and as much as I agree and believe in the power of positivity and all of those great things, you know, for people who aren't there yet, I say, start neutral, just stop being negative and start being a little bit more honest. And then from there, we grow to positivity. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I love that. And I think just learning to trust, like trust yourself. I think that is so important and it's hard. So hard, you know, and especially when you have, yeah. And like, if you find yourself in a relationship like I did, where the person you're with is telling you that you can't do the things that you want to do. You know, like through the years, I've, I've tried to do a couple things as far as business goes. And he was right there kind of laughing about it. <sighs> you can't do that. Like, why are you even wasting your time? Yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you're getting into a scheme. You're being manipulated. Meanwhile, <laughs> manipulation was coming from a very different place, but he wasn't wrong. So I'll give him credit. But I mean, you know, when you're surrounded by that and we're our own worst enemy, it's very hard to break out of it, you know? So like one thing that I've learned over the years too, is like, you know, if you can't change the people around you, change the people around you, right? That like, I can't change who you are, right? But if I know that maybe like, you're not serving me, you're not helping me grow, you're not in a place where I may be aspiring to be, then maybe I need to distance myself from you and find other like-minded people who are going to encourage me, who are going to push me forward, who are going to allow me to make my own decisions and not encourage me to stay where I am because that's what they would do, right? Like I have a dear friend, you know, and she is very comfortable in her, I'm not really sure what to call it, but her, where she's at in life, you know, she's not filled with it. Her bubble, yeah. Her bubble, yeah. (laughs) She's very happy in her bubble and I love her for it. But there are certain things that I know I just don't bring to her, you know? So like, you know, as far as like, even like friendships go, like I have a bunch of different friends that are kind of all over. And I think that that serves me, you know, because I have my friends who I do certain things with that I go to for certain things. And I think that that's really valuable as far as a support network goes. You know, that if, you know, you find yourself in a really difficult or stressful relationship, knowing who the people are around you that you can lean on for support. Because we have, we all have the girlfriends that are going to be like, oh, like screw him. Like you deserve better. That aren't maybe going to give you advice. We're going to give you that, like, you know, that empowerment that you need. (laughs) And then we have the (laughs) friends that are going to be, you know, the, uh, the hopeless romantics, if you will. Oh, give them a chance. You know, you never know. (laughs) Yeah. And then I feel like there's a whole slew of things in between. But I mean, it's, it's tough, you know, like going back to the whole idea of self-talk and what it is that we're telling ourselves and what we're surrounding ourselves with, just knowing that whatever it is that you're in and wherever it is that you want to be, 
that my message, my experience is that it's possible that I don't like I've hit every level on the way down to rock bottom. I've also hit a few levels on the way up and listen, like, I'm not going to pretend that my story is over. You know, my story is, is still going on. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still kind of at the end of this relationship that I've spoken about and I'm embarking on a very new chapter in my life and I'm excited about it. You know, the idea of, of change is scary to a lot of people, but without getting out of your comfort zone, nothing is going to really change. Right. I always say, yeah, the comfort zone is a great place because it's comfortable, but it's dark and nothing grows there. You know, outside of the comfort zone is where the magic happens. Right. But that's where it's uncomfortable. So like, even if your comfort zone is full of chaos, it's what, you know, which is why it's comfortable. Like people can be comfortable in the chaos. I'm just going to stay right here. I get it. Like I know what's kind of coming and I can handle this Mm -hmm. versus like, I'm going to step outside of my comfort, comfort zone. And maybe that's terrifying, but you know what? If I step out, I've just given myself an opportunity for something to get better. Yeah. Because if you stay where you are, that opportunity is just not there. So, I mean, I always say too, like, it's going to get harder before it's get, it gets better. So like, it's going to be hard to stay where you are in your chaos and it's going to be hard to step out of it. You have to choose your heart. It's going to be hard now. It's going to be hard later. Right. It's up to you really, you know? I love that. <laughs> Thanks. You're like, I can see why you'd be an empowerment coach. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's very much just that, you know, like every big decision, I think maybe not the little ones, but like you have to choose your heart because right now, like that seems so hard and I don't want to do it. But I, you know, if I stay here, it's going to just continue to be this hard, this same level of heart versus if I step out, it's going to maybe shoot up and be really hard. But then, then You've given yourself a, a possibility, an opportunity for it to come down and be less hard than when it started. And that to me is just like thrilling. It just, it's like, you know, the, you know, the, the end of the roller coaster, right? Like, like just being able to like hit that downward like hill and know that like you can do it. I'm not going to pretend that like you'll have it all together and things will be perfect because that's not life. That's just not what happens, right? It's not right. how we live. But you build up enough momentum, you build up enough self-love, you build up enough confidence and belief in yourself that like, again, you're not walking around thinking that like, you know, you're the best thing since fly spread, <laughs> but <laughs> I know myself enough that like, I might not be okay right now, but I will be, I might not have like everything I need right now, but I will, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to figure it out. And like, those are the statements that I've been using to myself over and over again, because, you know, people will be like, are you okay? And what do we say? Yeah, I'm okay. Right. But usually people mean they're not, right? I'm fine. That's like the kiss of death. I'm fine. But you know what? I own it. Are you okay? No, right now I'm not okay. But you know what? I will be. Will be. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, I feel like we have to be able to own our feelings, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. You know, whatever it is that's going on right now, own that. Listen, right now, I'm this. 
but I'm not, I don't stay here. I don't live here right now. I'm super anxious right now. I'm very depressed right now. I'm feeling a little crazy and overwhelmed and stressed out. Maybe I'm hitting burnout, but you know what? I'm going to do this to help me. I'm going to reach out to this person to help me. I'm going to take care of these things so that I can feel better. Knowing what you have in front of you, knowing what your tools are, knowing who can help you figure those things out so that you can create this for yourself. Because I mean, in the world we're living in right now, I think a lot of people can relate to like, I, I, I don't have any freedom. I can't do the things I want to do. I can't go to the places I want to go. The world is just gone and I'm stuck at home forever. <laughs> not to be dramatic about it or anything. No, but that is how it like, sometimes it can feel. Yeah. And then, you know, like you're, you're probably right. You know, like the world on the outside is not so great right now, but what happens if you shrink it? What about your world? What about the choices that you make? Because there's so much that's within your control as a person, as an individual that I can't control what's going on in the world right now, but all I can control is what I do with it. The choices that I make, how I choose to let things affect me and kind of taking what you want and like the goals that you have and formulating an action plan and figuring out how you can work experiencing. Because I think that the, the best part or the most important part is knowing that like you're, you're always gonna have forward motion you know, yeah. even if you have to stand still for a little while, we all need a break every, every now and then. It's true. Very true. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your message and your story. Um, if anyone wants to follow you or see how, where you're at, where can they follow you or find you? Um, you can find me on all social media platforms, uh, at, at the Jess Malone. Maloney is the M-O-L-O-N-Y. Um, my website is also um, ready to be launched within the next couple of weeks. That will be jessicamaloney.net. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd love, you know, to connect with more people. I've been doing so much of that and which is why I'm so glad to be here. You know, the idea of connecting <laughs> with people has been such like um, a beautiful blessing in my life over the last several weeks. So I'm, I'm grateful for any connections that kind of come my way. Well, thank you. And this was another episode of With Love Alexa. Don't forget to get your Forever Strong by Alexa merchandise at Etsy or on my website, which is down below. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.